Welcome to the 96th episode of the Free Pizza Podcast. Today's guest is Valeria Sweet, a producer and actress. Enjoy. Free Pizza, your platform for creatives, and today we have the amazing Valeria Sweet in here. What's up? Hey, how's you it doing? going? It's going well. It's uh, this is probably the fastest I've done an interview after first meeting someone. I think <laughs> I met you at a coffee shop four days ago. Yes. With John, shout out to John. He is the man. Um, but yes, actress and producer, and a bunch of other things that we'll talk about a little bit later. Um, so yeah, how's everything going? How's uh, being back in North Carolina? It's been good. I came here for a wedding, you know, just seeing my friends and family. It's been wonderful catching up with everybody and meeting new people. That's that's the part I love, you know. You keep going to the same places and you keep expanding your network and just like meeting coolest people. Absolutely, absolutely. When I saw you were, I guess you were modeling for for photographer in Winston. Yes. um, Yeah, he reached out to me. Apparently, we had known each other from before and now he's transitioned from like army stuff into photography and he is like yeah if you ever need photos for your blog and i was like well i'll be i'll be home so you know let's get together then jen ryan came so that's amazing amazing. (laughs) you're never never not working (laughs) (laughs) that's true (laughs) yes but cool so let's jump into it so when did this all start i mean you have roots here in the trinity area right Mm -hmm. which is so crazy because i grew up right in high point um north North main street area and that's really close to where i was so Mm -hmm. that's awesome so yeah how'd that start for you well actually it all started because i was born in russia and then i had moved to the trinity area uh, about when I was 12. And so it's interesting because growing up, I knew I wanted a creative career, mm-hmm. but I didn't really, you know, have a lot of role models and like yeah. saw people actually doing it for money yes. and stuff like that. But I vividly remember like watching Buffy and wanting to recreate <laughs> these scenes and then like create my own improv. And I would have my friends, like, I would act them out, and I would direct, and, you know, I felt kind of important, you know, like, you have the control of the production in some way. And I remember being just, like, so, like, you know, just, like, in love with Joss Whedon, like, created by Joss Whedon. Like, I thought, wow, that's so cool, like, to have your own show. Yeah. But... I was little, you know, I didn't think that was a career path. And like everybody who was a showrunner, which I didn't know was a name for that yet, was a male. And I was like, well, that's probably not my career path. I should be like an actress, like Sarah Michelle Gellar or something. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, So it wasn't until years down the road when I actually saw like females showrunners like yeah. I'm Merlin King of Pretty Little Liars and like Julie Plek of Empire Diaries. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't until about like two to three years ago when I realized what I wanted to be as a little girl actually had a path and everything that like took me from where I was then and the obstacles that I had to overcome, like it actually became true. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because so starting from then when I wanted to be like a writer, actress, um, when I was a little girl, and then I became super shy, and then I had moved here, and like language barrier, accent, and I just like kind of closed off. And then I was like, okay, I'm good in math, I'll do math, I'm good in art, I'll do art. (laughs) So I ended up doing art, going to uh, UNCG for graphic design. And then little by little, though, I started meeting new people and they were like, oh, oh yeah. you know, you should waddle for me. I'm in, you know, I'm in photography class. I was like, okay, cool. They're like, oh, you should be my short film. You know, I have like oh, a yeah. film to do for my production, whatever class and at UCG. So I started a little by little doing like little short films, little music oh, videos. Yes. And so I saw like, okay, there's a path somewhere there. Okay. And a motion picture is even more interesting than just, you know, a photography. Um, so then I ended up moving to LA and I was like, okay, I'll try acting. That kind of fell into my lap. And then I started writing and then I started producing. And then I directed a couple of my projects. And then I kind of put it all together. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's like what I wanted to do when I was little. I just didn't know yeah, what didn't it know. was. Yes. That's so So crazy. that's where I am now. I'm actually like going, I guess, to my true north. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So let's just back up a little bit and kind of like, you know, break some stuff apart. Mm-hmm. So UNCG, 
Mm-hmm. That's where you went. Shout out to Spartans. I love talking yes. to people who went to UNCG. Mm-hmm. Yes, 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 yes. So um, when you were there, you got asked to be in these photographs and these short films and all that. Mm-hmm. So was it then we realized that, because you said you obviously you got to the LA and realized that you could do it. And you realized that when you were watching young uh doing watching um showrunners who were female you kind of had a sense that you could do it as well Mm -hmm. but like you really didn't jump into it until you were in college um well actually well in college i was studying graphic design and international global studies which was you know so different from what i do now right but i'm very glad that i I have those skills and i have like the network of people that i met and kind of like got introduced to and like learned from them and saw them do all of that um so then when I did move to LA, that's when okay, I actually, that's, that's when I actually like saw, okay, people actually make money doing acting and well, whatever kind of acting, you know, yeah. um, actors have acting day jobs, like yes. hand modeling as considered an acting job, yeah. you know, like yeah. you can be doubling for an actress, like, you know, tapping something on a keyboard because they forgot to take that insert shot or it was too expensive to keep her on set for like, you know, Absolutely. more than her Absolutely. daily. So, it's interesting, like in LA, there's actually day jobs, you know, <laughs> yeah, like that right. you can double somebody, you can stand in, um, you can de- do a test shoot. So that there's just so many different paths. So I kind of got thrown in this, into that. Yes. Um, then like I, uh, my first like featured part that everybody like saw me on the, the big screen was, I was in Neighbors, the movie. Yes. Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and oh my god, I Seth Rogen. <laughs> um, yeah, I worked with him on a couple of projects, and every time I see him, I'm like just starstruck. Um, so crazy. Yeah. So that was my my first part, like that I saw myself on the big screen. I was like, okay, like this is cool. And then you know, I I just had like little featured parts as like girlfriends and TV shows, like You're the Worst. Yeah. Um, most recently on my MC and. You know, just little by little, but I think it's so much cooler for me to like write my own work as well. Yes. Because of the roles that I, for example, like won't be cast as. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it's funny because I get cast as Hispanic a lot, but and really, yeah, because in LA, like you know, brown hair, brown eyes, oh, and yeah. Valeria, so they're like, oh, Valeria, like, just like, okay. <laughs> 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 like, <laughs> um. So, which I understand a little bit of Spanish, like about 65%. Um, I had studied in high school. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. So, but I I do audition for Russian parts, okay. but they don't cast me as a Russian very often just because, like, I don't look typically Russian. Okay. Like, you know, okay. not blonde hair, blue eyes, like yeah. not Hollywood Russian. Yes. Uh, but I have spoken, like, Russian in Rob Riggle's um, like a little vodka commercial because no. it was just so random because yes. like um he and i started speaking on set because like he was talking about he he was doing a sport uh, fox sports like a little commercial ad he started speaking how he's gonna do a vodka commercial next and i was like oh you know you should you should uh do it with a russian accent and i'll speak russian to you and he's like yeah let, let's do that <laughs> yeah, let's, yeah that makes more sense <laughs> so, yes. so i ended up like speaking like telling him off kind of in, in russian what? and yeah and to awesome. this day because like we'll, we'll work together and he'll tell everybody like he called me she called me an american idiot it's <laughs> <Yes. laughs> so funny um yeah so you know once people know what skill set you have they're most likely to use you for it uh but when they're just casting they kind of go off of your look Right, um, so, right, 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 right. Yeah. That's crazy. So what I'm wondering is, and how I wonder of how all actors and actresses work, do it. So when you do move to L.A., you move to L.A. with, did you have any, um, did you have any intentions when you moved to L.A. to just kind of jump out there to see what was going to happen? Um, I mean, not at first. Not at first. Um, when I moved out there... I, you know, I just graduated, I had my graphic design degree, so I was like, okay, maybe I'll do graphic design, mm-hmm. but I was kind of burned out on that. Mm-hmm. So I just kind of like wanted to see what LA was about, because 
I don't think anybody really knows what it is about until they first they visit it. Yeah. Like, yeah. even from photos of it, it's so spread apart. Yes, it is. That <laughs> you just have no idea what it's going to look like. Like, yeah. is it going to look like the Hollywood Walk of Fame? Is it going to look like the Down? Is it going to look like Beverly Hills? Like, every part is so different. Mm -hmm. So, and the first time I visited, it was in June, and they had the June gloom where it's like 65 degrees, yes. you know, and like super overcast. I'm like, I don't is this this is a lake like, like, what, what's going on here <laughs> so i had moved and I, I worked a couple of just like odd jobs um like at a hair salon and then like i worked at i forget it was like some kind of marketing company but i just like wasn't clicking with that right and um and then people are like oh you know since you model and stuff like you should join this agency so i joined yes. an agency and then um, they were like, okay, well, you should get these websites. And the LA websites are like LACasting.com, ActorsAccess.com. So you just join and then like you you pay a fee, like a monthly fee, which is like very you low. You paid a fee to be a part of the agency? A part of the casting oh, website. casting website. Yes, mm -hmm. yes, yes. Uh, but then you can see all the castings that are happening. So I went to a lot of castings, um, booked like, you know, short films again, like... Um, got connected to people who go to different schools there. So like they kept yes. using me, their friends kept using me. So like I built a reel. Mm -hmm. So I started through that and then just, just you know, started right. creating my own stuff because right. I kept hearing like, okay, well, actors need to start writing their own stuff. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? Yeah, let's do that. Yeah, I like, should write my not? own stuff. I have yeah. ideas too. <laughs> That's crazy. So, like, how are you developing the skills to meet these different criteria to be on these different uh, short films and things like that? Are you, because um, you can go to acting school. No. So, so how, how did that work? Yeah. So, I took acting classes once I got to LA okay. and all kinds of different classes, you know, from Meisner to, like, on-camera technique to commercial classes to improv classes because you kind of have to be well-rounded and mm -hmm. well-versed and... LA classes, oh my goodness, so <laughs> it's interesting because, you know, different teachers have different personalities, so you have to find one that you like, mm -hmm. and you have to see, like, you know, how supportive, how nurturing, like, the class is, and you just got to pick what you like, so I kind of browsed around and, like, bounced back and forth until I, I liked the teacher, or mm -hmm. I liked the classes, and uh, what I like the most are actually private one-on-one -on -one classes because you actually get one hour one-on-one -on -one with the teacher. So you yeah. can, you know, work on whatever material and not just get like 15 minutes, minutes. per three-hour class. Because yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I love watching people, but I, I've done it for so long um, that I'm like, okay, you know, now I just need like kind of one-on-one -on -one practice. And it's good for auditions because then you, you get like a last minute call mm -hmm. and you just be like, okay, yes. are you available for an hour right now? Because I really, you know, I can't wait until a three hour class like on Thursday evening. Oh, yeah. Um, so it's a little more convenient, a little more pricey, but a little more convenient. Yes, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. And for writing, I didn't like I didn't go to classes for writing. I just read every book on writing I found interesting. <laughs> <laughs> and then I just went into it and I... And I think with writing, like, the more you write, the better you get. And, of course, they say, you know, like, read the more scripts of, yeah. like, the genre that you would want to write in. So, you know, don't just read good scripts. Like, read the actual genre that you would be writing because, like, TV writing is different from film writing. Mm -hmm. um, you know, like, serialized is different from standalone series. So just, I think, by doing it, you know, like, they say practice makes perfect. Mm -hmm. But practice just makes you gradually better. Yeah. You know, yeah. you may yeah. never become perfect, but it's okay. Just keep going. Yes. You know? Absolutely. Well, it seems hard to me, and I've watched a couple of your, your, the things you've been in um, to study up for this, but of how you completely change who you are to fit a role. I mean, does that, is that weird? Or is like, does that, any of that stick with you after you're done with the role? Like, how, how does that usually work? Uh, <laughs> uh, well, it's interesting. It's, it, it's actually a lot easier to or for me to act a complete opposite of myself wow. than kind of like myself yes. i think i get a little more in my head when i'm kind of acting a character that's similar to me mm -hmm. than when it's completely different because i'm like so free to do whatever you know if um if she like is super like mean or like 
you know, just like standoffish. Like it's easier for me to do because I don't do it in real life. Right, right. And I'm not thinking about myself or like, oh, would I do that? Like, you know, <laughs> right. I'm like, this is what, yeah, this is what this character would do. <laughs> so I like totally get into it. Like, you know, I can, I can get really prissy and yes. I don't know. It, it's fun. Um, I definitely wouldn't say that I'd take any characters home. Okay. No. Okay. Because I'm thinking of these characters like who are like like your Denzels or whatever who like play like these intense characters mm-hmm. and like they I'm like did that does that stay with them like you just cut it off when the movie's done mm-hmm. like that's crazy that you're able to do that because I don't think it would be really hard for me to act like something that I'm not mm-hmm. so that probably takes a lot of skills that you've probably developed obviously and that you know comes very easily. I think it's different for everybody. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. So take us back to when you got your first your first role in L.A. Mm-hmm. How did that feel? And what, what what role was that? Oh my goodness, I don't even know what I consider my first role. I guess um, okay. So m- my friend now, um, he had cast me in a series of projects, mm-hmm. um, and one was like a commercial. One was an actual like short film, mm-hmm. and it. It felt so like it felt so good, and of course you feel validated. Mm-hmm. Um, but it also felt like okay, you know somebody else sees you for what you are, yeah. and they're not yet your friend, so they're not giving it to you because, you know, they feel like they have to give it to you, or like they actually feel like okay, this girl deserves it. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So the first few roles that I got like that, I. I just felt so thankful, mm-hmm. you know, because yeah. especially like growing up in North Carolina, um, you know, where there's a lot of artists and a lot of, you know, really good artists. Yeah. Um, but I didn't really see a path to entertainment industry here, even though there is like NC School of the Arts and stuff. Mm-hmm. But most of the time they don't stay here. They go somewhere else. You know, they go to New York. They go now to Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Um, although I do have a few friends who have made a career through, like, doing, you know, directing music videos and stuff. But I was on the other side of it. Yeah. I was in the creative um, where they tell you what to do. And, you know, yeah. if they cast you, you get paid. <laughs> yes. Um, so it was amazing. And then after he had used me for different projects, it's also cool when the director keeps calling you back. Oh, yeah, um, that's true. Because that means they really like you. It's not yes. just a one-off deal, and maybe they didn't like you, so they're never going to use you again. Um, so I have luckily had a lot of directors who kept com- calling me back for different projects. And there was another one that I worked with and was like, um, first they started with a web series, then they, they are now creating um, films like comedies and action films and eventually they're gearing up to do like a universe of like oh, comics wow. and stuff yes. um so it's good to be called back and be on the radar and just like appreciate what you have yeah. and what you've done yeah. because like the more appreciative you are of what's already been yes. the more you're gonna get of it so that's so cool mm-hmm. i'm trying to think of like i don't know like just you have building those relationships with those different directors has to be really awesome because obviously they have friends who have friends who have friends and it can mm-hmm. be like a never ending thing to where you always you know getting work. Yeah, exactly. Um, so how is because are you a full time actor? You just do actress. You just do this all the time. No, nothing else in between. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty much. So like I said, acting has a lot of like different ways you can make money yes. from in LA. Yes. So it can be even like. Um, like or like acting and modeling, I guess we'll just say. So it can be anything from like sending in on a project to like being featured as like someone's girlfriend or whatever mm-hmm. on a show um, to just like you know hand doubling somebody. Then you can do um, even brand ambassador work. Oh, like yeah. counts yeah. And, and they make really good money. Yes. Um, <laughs> so. Yeah, there's just so much stuff that you can do as a creative career in LA and you don't have and you know, then you don't have to worry about like having a nine to five or like only working like your bartending shift. Um, so yeah, so you have those hours in between where you can audition, you can write, mm-hmm. and I'm I'm just so thankful. And right now I'm focusing actually on pitching. Yes. So yes. I'm just focusing on that. So like you know, if I don't have anything lined up, it's 
you know, I'm writing, mm-hmm. I'm pitching. Like two weeks ago, we filmed uh, a pilot for another series that I wrote. So now I'm in editing process. Like I even like last night, you know, I'm on vacation, but not <laughs> yeah, really. But no, you're I, never off. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Last night I was like on the phone with the editor, and we were talking about like you know, all the beats and the pilot that I want him to hit um, because my editor is actually in the Bay Area mm-hmm. and I'm here yes, right now. So, you know, coast to coast right now. <laughs> and uh, we were talking about, like, all the beats that we needed to actually, like, read in, in the edit, mm-hmm. in the final, because it's so interesting. Like, you write it one way, you film it another way, yep. and then edit it. And so it's, like, it's three different stories. And you think it's going to all read well, but then when you go into the editing, you're like, oh, should it be a voiceover? Should it be a text box? And you're just oh like, gosh, yeah. okay, I need to see it different ways. And then he had a very interesting idea. Um, he was saying, what about if we kind of like mix together two scenes to break them up and also kind of like reveal the story a certain way? And I was like, oh, I didn't think about that. <laughs> that is so amazing. Yes. Like, I love working with people who, you know, not just on the same wavelength and then like on the same plane, but they also like bring their own ideas and they're not afraid of like speaking up because, you know, it's such a collaborative process, filmmaking. And I love working with people who are like, especially people who are triple threats. Yes. Like even my editor, like he's also directed and he's like, you know, he's also a cinematographer. So he sees it, he sees it from different oh, yeah, positions. Right. Yeah. Um, and I remember like, so we were filming the pilot just two weeks ago. And I looked around and I was like, who here is an editor? And they're like, you know, two people raise their hand. I'm like, who here is a DP? And like three people raise their hands. Yes. And uh, three people knew how to do sound. And we had like um, two parts of like sound equipment. And I was just like, okay, this is going to get done no matter what. Because yes. everybody Everyone's can do here. everything here. Yes. You know, so even yes. if somebody falls out, like... Somebody yes. will pick up the slack, so. Wow. And how did you meet those group of people? Were they just there because you were just getting a group together? Like, how do you how do you meet these people? Mm-hmm. Um, different. Okay, so, the so I well, I love meeting people, yeah. as you can tell. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> and when I meet people that I work with, I love asking them, like, what's their top of the mountain? Like, where do you want to go? Like, yeah. what do you want to do? Because sometimes you meet somebody on set and they're a grip or a gaffer, But what they really want to do is they want to DP. They want to be the director of photography. Mm -hmm. Um, So I like keep that in mind because they'll be so much happier when they actually do what they want to do on set. So that's what happened. Um, I met my DP because he was doing gaffing and gripping, which is like G&E, on a couple of other sets that we worked for. Like I was producing and I just like kept my eye on him because he was such a pleasure to work with and he was so professional. And I was like, we're gonna work on something together. I just know I don't don't you know don't know yet what it was what it's gonna be. And so when I had this project going, I was like, do you wanna you know do you wanna DP it? And he was like, yeah, you know I want to. <laughs> so I was like, okay, let's do it. Um, so he ended up DPing it. Um, another guy that I met, I actually met him. He was editing a project. Um, but I wanted to know like what he wanted to do, of mm-hmm. course. And he was like, well, I want to learn about lighting. And like, I'm also a DP, um, but I already had a DP. So I was like, well, do you want to come help us out? And he ended up help us, helping with like everything from wow. sound yeah. to like slate, um, to lighting. And he, they did really amazing on lighting. It was really pretty. That's so cool. And then a couple of my friends, they also helped me out. Uh, my friend... She was recently transitioning into more like AD work. Okay. And I was like, you're going to be my AD someday. And she did such an amazing job. Like, I was so impressed. Like, you could tell when somebody enjoys what they do. Mm-hmm. And the whole day, she was just like so excited to be there. Like, so excited to like help everybody. And like, your AD usually is the one who calls action. It's not the director. And especially because oh. I was in the scene. Um, so she was doing that. And it was cool. And then other friends... I met them through friends and another girl. She's never been on set and she was my script supervisor. Um, she just, well, so she's never been on a real set, but she's actually done like, um, what was it called? Like kind of financing for movies. Okay. 
Um, yeah. yeah, so she knows it from that side, and she just loves movies. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like, well, you want to help out? And she was so excited. She was like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, that's the people that kind of look for to be on my set. Like, I want people to be excited and, like, have positive energy because... You know, I want it to be a cool process. I don't want us just to go through a 12-hour day because it takes so long to film. Um, You know, I want us to all be happy together. And, like, you know, they're meeting new people. I'm enjoying being with them. The Free Pizza Podcast is sponsored by Zipster, specializing in custom websites and local design. You don't have to lift a finger to look cool online. Visit Zipster.com and see what they can do for you. That's crazy. I mean, you know, I don't, I don't think about how long and tedious being a director is, like how long the process is mm-hmm. of being a director and your hands are literally everything. You're handpicking people and your days are long and all that. So that's absolutely insane. So you're writing and directing this show that you have. Um, yeah, I'm producing. Oh, my mm-hmm. gosh. Um, and if it's producing just like a combination of all like writing and directing like what what does that mean so producing is pretty much organizing the whole thing so when you think of the director you're probably thinking of all the things that producers doing behind the scenes Mm -hmm. um especially it's different for like film and tv so for film it's usually like you know directed by is very important so like you know steven spielberg Mm -hmm. um because the director on the film they're actually like creating the whole world, how it's gonna look. Um, everything has to be approved by the director, you know, every department head. And then on TV is when it's the producer's world. Okay. So a producer is usually a writer on the show. And the showrunner is like the executive producer. Okay. And they're the one who are hiring the head departments and they're approving everything. And then the director is like the extension of that showrunner on the set of the one episode that they direct. So wow. every, usually every episode is directed by a different director. Yeah, I have noticed that on different shows yeah. that I do watch. Yeah. So, That's crazy. Uh, so, produce, so producing is definitely very behind the scenes. Yeah. Um, so a lot of people, you know, don't know to appreciate that because they just, you know, they don't see what it is that they do. But if you notice when an Oscar goes to a movie, Mm -hmm. the best movie, like it's picked up by a producer. Wow. I did not notice that actually. That makes a lot of sense of now you describe how that actually works. Mm -hmm. That's totally insane. I'm trying to think of like, what's your, what's the day in the life of you, you know, when you're doing whatever like i mean how are you waking up or mm-hmm. like what, what what how is it how how is it with for, for you every day yeah it depends i don't like waking up like too early yeah. like not yeah. 6 a.m yeah. um like 7 8 is okay yeah um and i usually like you know get up drink some water whatever and then i'll start writing because i think like my brain is best in the morning mm-hmm. and then i'll usually have something already written or like because I'll, I'll write a little bit every day. Yeah. Um, so even if I like write a quote that when I'm out and about or, you know, some like ideas jot down. So I have something to start from. It's never a blank page. Mm-hmm. Or it's um, going through an edit of something, rewriting something because writing is rewriting. So yes, yes, you're writing yes. the same thing over Absolutely. and over and over again until you think it's done. Um, so I'll do that. And then... Like, you know, for example, yesterday, if I'm in editing, then, you know, I'm in talks with my editor. If I'm planning a shoot, then I'm in talks with, like, everybody, like, AD, like, who's scheduling whatever. You know, if I'm acting, it's, I'm auditioning. So, it just depends on the day. My Every day is definitely different, mm-hmm. which, which I do like. It's good, yeah. Yeah, I definitely like it. Um, no, today is the same. But sometimes I'll have crazy days where, every, you know, I'm doing, like, four jobs the same day so you know i'm writing then i'm location scouting uh for something i'm producing then i'm going and actually like physically going to the editor and we're editing together to make sure that the color matches all the sounds the same Mm -hmm. um and then i have to do a (laughs) self-tape you know but i love it that's that's what i like to do i like acting and i like writing and producing yeah so and it's interesting because directing is definitely new for me yeah um I've directed the last three things that I did, and uh, I'm definitely still learning about the technical process. Mm-hmm. I'm very good with like one-on-one um, 
with the actors, I definitely like love the rehearsals process and everything. And mm. it's key, especially when you're in the project, um, to have a good AD who's going to keep you on schedule and going to yes. keep you, you know, all lined up for the whole day. And then it's good to have a great DP who you've already, you know, discussed the shot list with and they're totally on your page and on your team. So you're not worried about like what the shot is going to look like. You don't have to like keep watching every take because yes. you trust them yes. and you trust their eye. So, you know, especially when you're in something and you're, you know, wearing so many hats, you have to have like the pre-production all done yeah. you know, like way before and like definitely plan for everything and then it goes smooth on the day you know and everyone's happy so oh, goodness <laughs> have you ever had any tension or disagreements with any people you work with and how do you get over that if you do mm -hmm. no definitely and well i think one of the things that i want to recommend to others <laughs> when they have stuff like that happen yeah. is remember that they're they're gonna be a few bad apples yeah and no matter what industry yeah but just like keep your faith in people and just like, you know, just keep trusting people. Yeah. Don't just close off. Um, definitely communicating is like communicate, communicate, communicate. Yes. Like I cannot stress it enough. Um, if you don't have something in writing, at least have it in text. Um, well, I think about that contract, yeah. 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 Um, have, you know, make sure that there are people who will support you, um, who will stand up for you. If something happens, I mean, I've definitely had to stand up for myself and I think I do it well, mm -hmm. but you know, I don't love having conflicts on set. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, for sure. But you know, at the end of the day, it's like whatever's best for the project. And if it happens so that like, you just can't work with the people anymore, yeah, it's okay. Just let them go. Like, it'll be so much easier on your heart, like yeah. on your yeah. brain, like, yeah on everything and on everybody else that have to like deal with that like i've had people um i've had to fire an actor Ooh, um yeah. i've had an actor walk off set like an hour before their scene um i've so i've had to rewrite scenes um to match that something's gonna happen on every production you just have to like be prepared it's gonna happen and be a you know kind of like a solution seeker and problem solver yeah yeah and just know like everything's gonna work out in the end like it's kind of like my mantra like <laughs> everything's gonna be okay yeah, and everything always works out for me because if not this like that is gonna happen and just yeah just like think positive thoughts absolutely absolutely okay that's good stuff that's good stuff it's good that you kind of just roll with the punches you know it's like whatever you know if it, if it happens it happens and we'll mm -hmm. get through it I feel like it's probably the best way to be in Hollywood. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Absolutely. So, what I want to touch on is you being a woman in the industry. Obviously, we hear in you know the media of how inequality plays into that. Have you ever kind of encountered that through your through your journey so far? I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, especially like the Me Too movement and stuff. Yeah, it, yeah. It's interesting because. Like, my friends and I will talk about it, and not just, like, girlfriends, like, guy friends and even friends here. Like, we'll all talk about it, and I think definitely, like, communicating and, like, seeing whose intentions are what mm -hmm. is important because I've definitely been asked on, like, you know, coffee things, but I'm like, yeah. is coffee coffee or is it coffee a date, <laughs> yeah, you know? And yeah. then it's just confusing, and it's like, I definitely didn't come here for this. Yeah. Um so, I mean, I don't think I've had, like, any inequality discrimination because I was a woman, like, um, in the producing stuff. But I don't think I'm up there yet where it, like, really hits okay. people. Okay. Um, okay. But, like, little by little, I can, I can tell that there's something is happening. But I think things are improving. I really yeah. do. Even yeah. though I feel like I hear more stories now because people are kind of like coming out with them and are right. allowed to tell them. Right. Um, but I mean, nothing like horrible has happened to me. Thank goodness. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you know, that's, that's one of the things I want to really want to touch on with you because I just, we see it, we've all seen it in the news now and have the Weinstein stuff and all that mm -hmm. has come out to the, to the light. So definitely want to see if, 
and I'm glad nothing's happened to you, but I wouldn't, definitely you. wanted to ask because, you know, that's your, your primary source for that now. Mm -hmm. um, but back to your writing. So for the shows you have done, where does inspiration come from to for for those shows? Mm -hmm. uh, so I have two main series that I'm pitching. Mm -hmm. uh, one is called Contenders of the Last Will, and it's like a mystery teen drama. Mm -hmm. And it's a sister shows to like um, Riverdale, Pretty Little Lies, yes. Vampire Diaries. There's no supernatural um in it but like a solid teen drama um <laughs> about like 1800s kind of but it's set now um so that one was based on my high school experience like the actual relationships like friendships and then because i have so many like arts interests like 1800s art architecture i was able to incorporate everything i liked nice. in that and i really love like detective stories especially like old ones like Sherlock Holmes and like, Agatha Christie, <laughs> yes. Poirot. Uh, so I was able to kind of intertwine a lot of my interests. And I'm kind of glad that it took me so long to kind of end up where I am because I was able to study art. I was able to like explore all of my other interests and now I can bring them together. And on projects, now I can like tell a graphic designer like what I want from a poster. Yes. I don't have to make, you know, I don't have time to make it, but I can tell her exactly how to make it. Um, so I get what I want. And then another project that I'm doing, the pilot that we had filmed. Mm -hmm. um, so that one's called L for Love. And it's about, and like L, like E-L-L-E, -L -L -E, <laughs> like a girl's name. L. Um, so that one's kind of based on my life coaching experience because nice. um, I've coached others and friends and everything. And it's also based on like my dating life back in the day. And um, just... Just like what I see others go through, mm -hmm. also in the industry. But just like my friends will always ask me questions, and I'm like, you guys keep asking the same questions. <laughs> I know everyone's story is the same, but yeah. it's also very interconnected. Um, so yeah, like the first season is based on L, like coaching others and helping everybody, but she can't help herself so yes. you know it's kind of like a doctor they yes. help everybody else but can't help themselves yes. so she ends up helping like all of her ex-boyfriends oh <laughs> find love and yeah it's it's like a dramedy <laughs> wow that has to be i can't wait to see that one hopefully i get get to say that. that sounds crazy <laughs> our ex-boyfriends found love okay wow yeah that's wow that's so cool and so different <laughs> You know, it's cool that you seeing your you kind of seeing your interests kind of go just different places with mm -hmm. it, and that's cool how you can you're able to do that. Mm -hmm. You know, um, that's so wild. So as far as you acting in things, what you've mentioned that you've you played a bunch of different roles. Do you have any roles that you like playing more than others? You said you like playing, when you can play a Russian role, you love that. Mm -hmm. But other than that, what roles do you like playing? Um, so my favorites, I think. I like action stuff. Yes. Okay. Um, so I like like, you know, female lead and action stuff. So I like those. And um, I've done some stunt work. Um, so it's cool to use that and the Russian and just like combine all of it. Of course. I don't know. That'd be cool. So like some, something spy or something like double agent is really yes. cool. I play a lot of double agents or just like when someone's nice and then they turn out not to be or they turn out to be like stronger than they seem yeah. so kind of like mm -hmm. um you know what would you say like an unsung hero or something i don't yeah. know yeah. um but i i also do like romantic drama oh, so yeah. i i filmed a lot of that and i love i love you know love stories absolutely so. That's cool. So a lot of stuff you can kind of relate to, you know, mm -hmm. makes it a little bit easier as well as far as love stories and doing all that kind of stuff and mm -hmm. being like a strong woman. <laughs> um, that's awesome. So, wow, we covered it so much. <laughs> um, so if you could kind of go back and tell your younger self, like, because obviously you didn't think this was kind of possible when you were mm -hmm. younger. Mm -hmm. What would you tell yourself knowing everything you know now? Yeah, I think follow your passion. Yeah. And uh, don't just think that I should do what I can do, but do what you're passionate about. Because I think not just me, but a lot of people kind of, you know, end up doing what they're quote unquote good at. Yeah. 
Um, but what they're great at is their like hobby, what you know, that they think or, you know, something that their eyes just light up. Um, and I think following that bliss and just like going for it no matter what, yeah. like just knowing that it's going to happen. And I think just dreaming as big as you can, because it doesn't matter if you sound ambitious like, okay, you may never reach your top of the mountain, but you're going to go to such great places on the way there Yeah. that you're still going to reach so much. And you never know, like you might start in one place and you're going to end up somewhere else. Just like keep following your interests. Yes, absolutely. I love it. I love it. Before we bounce out though, neighbors. <laughs> so I got to ask, how did you get, how, how, how did that happen? How'd you get on that, on that, on that movie? Yeah, um, so I was cast as one of the sorority girls, yes. so we were, so, okay, so they had, like, about 10 sorority girls and, like, um, fraternity guys that were going to be, like, regular on, the throughout the movie, and so we were there, like, a full month, like, you know, like, 12-hour days, 14-hour days, 15-hour days, um, probably, like, three times a week, and it'll be, like, 8 p.m. until 9 in the morning. Oh, my um, God. And we're, like, wearing little shorts and little crop tops. Uh, but I was lucky enough to, like, be picked the first day, like, to be one of the, you know, sort of girls that kept coming back. So I was, like, in so many scenes. And honestly, it was just so cool to see that movie take place because there was so much improv. And... Really? Yeah. There was a lot of improv. And... um and a lot of scenes didn't make it into the movie. Uh, I don't yeah. know if they're in like the some kind of extended yeah, special features um, or something like that. Yeah. But I remember there was one very, very, very cold day, very, very long day, <laughs> and it didn't even make it in the movie. No. <laughs> yeah, but you know, a lot of the time you get picked for stuff like that based on your look. Okay. Um, so yeah. that's one of the things you know we talked about. So. I don't know, maybe it was the outfit that they gave me that they liked or whatever. And, oh my gosh, it was so cool because um, Rose Byrne, she walked up to me on set and she was like, I love your shoes. Where did you get them? <laughs> and when I looked up and I saw her, I, like? Like, I was so starstruck because it was like my first like big movie I was on. Um, and I was like, I don't know. And she's like, you probably got them at Aldo's, right? And I was like, Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I just I remember watching her. Um she's in one of my favorite movies, Wicker Park. Okay. Um so it was just so cool seeing her and Seth Rogen on set. Um That's Like crazy. when when you're on set with, you know, big people and yeah. you get to interact with them. Like you can tell, okay, you know, I'm supposed to be here. Yeah. And um feeling you get, yeah. Yeah, I'm not just here just because like somebody picked me. Maybe they picked me. You yeah. know, you never know who picked you. Right. So, like, they want you here. You're supposed to be here. Like, relax. <laughs> I love it. I love it. It's probably hard to relax in that kind of environment, though. I would be freaking out just seeing people just aimlessly walk around who are, like, movie stars and stuff. I relax a little more now. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Do you, Are most of your roles, are you usually in L.A. or are you traveling around? Mostly in L.A. Okay. I would love to go yeah. wherever, though. Yeah. It'd be cool to travel. Yeah, I think if you were scouting for your own uh, projects, if you were going outside of the California area. Yeah, I've shot two of my projects in Russia. Oh, so Yeah, I was there on vacation, and I was like, oh, let's shoot this. Why not? And then, so we shot one one year. And actually, it's called Red String of Fate, and it's um, it's in six festivals now. It's, it won a couple of awards. Ooh, congratulations. And thank you. Yeah, and a couple, um, a lot more festivals are coming. We just don't know, like, yeah. if we got in yet until, because it's in, uh, in the fall and, like, in the winter. Yeah. So we'll be finding out about them soon. But, yeah, it was in Russian and uh, with Russian, with English subtitles. And then the next year we did, like, a little sequel to it. And hopefully we can make it, like, a full-fledged movie one day. Yes. But, yeah, it was cool to just go and, like, film something there. That's amazing. So how I got more questions now. You mentioned that. I thought I was going to end it earlier, but a couple more questions. So um, so as far as you able to get and everything over to Russia, like how was that process of bringing your, all your people over there? Was that difficult or? I actually found everybody there. Oh, so people are already um, there. Okay, I gotcha. Yeah, so, but I had to find a whole new crew. I had to find, um, 
an actor. That right. was an interesting process, and I I do like that. So I wasn't aware how big or how small the industry is there mm-hmm. in the city where I'm from. It's called Kazan. Yeah. Um, and so it's not. I mean, okay, it's the third capital of Russia. The third capital. <laughs> well, of, Russia's so big, you know. Yes, it's very true. Okay. Um, but because it's not Moscow, I wasn't sure like what the industry's like. So I had kind of looked around for interest on making this, and my friend connected me to another girl named Valeria. No way. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, and she and I we co-produced it, the first one, and she had found me the DP, and then. Um, Originally, he was supposed to be a gaffer for a project, mm-hmm. um, but then, like her and him and I, we were watching some auditions, and so he goes, "I have an actor for you. Come tonight. Like we're shooting something." I was like, "Okay." So I come and they're shooting something, and uh, I meet this actor, and he was like perfect. And then uh, the gaffer goes. Do you guys need a DP? <laughs> and I was like, you know what? Yeah, let's do it. You, you'll be the DP. Wow. So he ended up being the DP and he found us the actor and everybody did an amazing job. And then I had a few friends who had helped us along. So yeah. yeah, so we had found everybody. And the second time we shot it, a lot of people were out of the city, like when we were going to shoot it. So we had to find almost a whole new crew. But it was based on recommendations from the same people. Okay, so, so they were kind of yeah. They were so cool to work with and yeah. everything. So never say you know never take no for an answer. Yes. Uh, if somebody can't do it, ask them for a recommendation. <laughs> Yo, that's so crazy. How you? It's cool that you also no matter you. I mean, obviously you're in LA now that you kind of brings it back to your roots, back to mm-hmm. Russia. You know, that's that's very cool to see. So how is it putting your things in the the festival circuit? How do you do that? So that was my first experience, yeah. and uh, I definitely had to do a lot of research mm-hmm. because not every festival is gonna match your project. Exactly, it doesn't mean that they're gonna pick it, you know. Yeah. Um, so research yeah. is the first thing, yeah. and then just like go to everybody's website, go to their previous projects, um, go to their previous winners, see what and see like. Even are they a legit, legitimate festival, you know? That's very true. Um, yeah. And then Film Freeways, where I submit my works, and they have different lists. Like, they'll have a list of, like, 50 festivals, like, worth putting your work in or something like that, you know? So you just, yeah. like, go through those and then check out the festivals. You know, don't just go ba- based off of that list right. because you don't know who's making that list either. But, like, check out what's on the list and then research and put those in. So, Yeah. Wow, that's cool. It, it's it, you just don't think about how much work goes into doing so much. Because it seems like to me, it's like okay, you upload your project to a festival. Who cares? But it's like nah, there's a lot more that goes on than, than that. They also get expensive, so you should research. Oh, yeah, that's right. And think about you have to probably pay yeah, for your submission between like thirty two hundred dollars. You know, when you go to like Cannes or Sundance, it gets expensive. So oh my god, and definitely like think about are you going to be able to go? You know. To the actual yeah, festival. So yeah. definitely do the local ones. And if you know, you'll for sure be going. If you get in, plan for that and definitely budget for it. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Budgets, budgets, but Everything takes money. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. So one more thing I want to ask you. Um, so are do you still have an agent? Are you, a, are you a part of any agencies or anything like that? I have like a modeling commercial agent. They're okay. called Role Models in LA. Okay. Um, very cool agency. They're very like eco-friendly. They like have values. I love everybody who's in there and everyone's a role model. You know, everyone like helps with something, um, has a cause that they're passionate about. And I'm also looking for an acting agent right now because I decided I need to move up. So I had left my agencies and I am looking for somebody who, you know, will get me, get where I'm going and really like help yeah. me up. Yeah. So, cause you know, I want to, I want to help them up too. So absolutely. You work, you work mutually together. beneficial. Yes, yes, absolutely. And I, I didn't think there's probably a bunch of agencies out there. There's a bunch of agencies. Yeah. It's, um, you know, not a big deal signing with one. I've definitely had lots of interviews this year, but I, 
you know, I want to be with the right agent for yeah. me and not just with the right agent in general. Right. Like I want right. them to have, um, you know, connections to where I want to go, to shows I want to be on. And not every agency has that. So I've also had to do a lot of research on that, mm-hmm. you know, and, and it's fine. You know, I've had lots of agents and I've booked work and I'm very yeah. lucky and happy and, you know, very thankful. But I think at this point in my time and my life, it's like a moving up thing. So. Absolutely, absolutely. That's so awesome. So I, I see your future going in so many different directions. But <laughs> do you think you want to stay in kind of like a variety of different roles? Do you want to focus in on something? You say you want to do do something bigger with a better agency. So how's how's the future looking for you? Mm-hmm. Well, I definitely want to be a showrunner that acts. Okay. Um, so I want to see my creative yes. series through, and I, I want. To pitch them to you know either outlets or you know different TV stations. I'm mostly interested in like CW, Freeform, Netflix, like Lifetime, something like that because I have you know female fronted projects and they're more youthful. Yeah. So yeah, those yeah. are kind of like the stations for that. So we'll see you know if it goes to cable, if it goes to something like like Netflix, yeah. you know that would be exciting, and um, definitely want to keep acting in my shows, and I'm still acting for other people. So absolutely, you're doing it all. <laughs> this is so great. Thank you for coming. This is Thank so you cool. So I could ask you a thousand me. more questions, but I didn't want to just flood you out. <laughs> um, so I do want to ask this because I think a lot of people who I know a lot of people who are trying to get into this industry who wants to go to New York or these LA's or Atlanta. So mm-hmm. for those people, what would you say would be a good place? If they are going to make the jump, what would be some advice you would give them as getting their foot in the door in the industry? Mm-hmm. Well, I think research yeah. what it is they want yeah. and just be clear on what it is that they want. Yeah. Because once you're clear about your path, things start to happen. Yeah. Like, And it doesn't mean like it has to be like your like you know your top of the mountain right away like you know with me like first it was acting so just decide on one thing and do that and it's going to take you to other routes or a lot of people in LA they start in acting and then they go to like production design directing you know they find whatever is their thing but they start with one so just start with one like I started with acting Mm -hmm. and then it'll take you to where you're supposed to be so I'm not saying like just start with acting. You can start with whatever. Start wherever. You, know? you can be a production assistant. Um, but just start, meet people, be yeah. a good person, yeah. like help others, help other projects. Yeah. And um, yeah, just that's, keep going. Like, don't stop. Yes, you can't, <laughs> don't like give you, up. You can't stop in the industry, too. One thing I would, like what you mentioned earlier is when you're writing, you read all the resources you could find on writing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That That is probably very important, too, is it's not going to come easy or going to land in your lap. We got to do a lot of work to get the those various points. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm glad you mentioned that because that's just really, really beneficial for people to know that you're going to have to just hustle. Um, yeah. But, yes, thank you. Yes, this is it. I, I, I'm very, I, my mind is kind of open now to how the industry works. Like I said, I could have asked you a bunch of different questions, but I just <laughs> wanted to get kind of the, a ballpark of how, you know, your life works and it's mm-hmm. definitely all over the place. <laughs> but I'm definitely, I'm rooting for you. I hope I see those, you know, projects, you know, hit the hit the mainstream TVs, you know what I'm saying, or wherever you want it to hit. Thank uh, definitely, you. I definitely want to see it. And if you do, if they do, please link us and we'll definitely spread the word about, you know, about that to people here and our um, our followers as well. Thank you so much. Yes, of course. Thank you for coming. And Free Pizza, we're everywhere on all social media platforms. Give us a follow. Follow Valeria. We'll put all your links in there. Where can we find you on the internet? Uh, So my Instagram is ValeriaSweetOfficial. So Mm -hmm. V-A-L-E-R-I-A-S-W-E-E-T, official. Absolutely. Um, And then my blog is thesweetpost.com <laughs> yes <laughs> cool so follow her if you want to see everything she's doing which is uh, so many things um, <laughs> but yes thank you for coming again and uh, we're out the free pizza podcast we are on Spotify, iTunes SoundCloud just go on the Google App Store go on everywhere we're, check us out on Instagram, Facebook MySpace Live Journal, Twitter we tweet We'll do smoke sniggles, whatever y'all need. Thank y'all so much. Have a good night.